R&B, hip-hop status, true more or less, jazz classical type hits, that's the side effect, yeah, but internationally loan to play the best hits, independent radio spins, non-politic, filled with all types of advice, inspiration through the daily groove that bring moves, pumping straight flavor, Nicki Minaj and a Teddy Riley, so grab your champagne and vibe, meet you in the lobby, side effects of poor groupers, radio blast rise, from Monday to Wednesday, Thursday to Friday, 7 p.m., so keep it tuned on the fly day, the side effect way, you're the highway, Minute in they cool Wednesday. That's Jag on the airway still. The side effect way on the highway. Call 323 We live in effect with the side. Hello, world, and welcome to another edition of the Side Effect Radio Show. I am Sai, your host. If you're tuning into the show for the very first time, I do appreciate you and hope you come back for more. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, follow me. I am Sai. Also, like the Psy Effect fan page on Facebook. And I want to thank you all for supporting the Psy Effect Radio Show weekly. I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. I want to shout out to all my Lupus family I follow on Twitter. Shout out to you. Much love, health, and peace. Tonight's special guest is Chef DP from my hometown in Mayo. For those that don't know that slang, Miami, Florida, <laughs> 305-954-ERICO. Chef DP has been on the grind with branding his company. And he started from the bottom and now he's here on the Side Effect Radio Show. So sit back, relax. We're going to inspire you tonight with Chef. DP. I'll be right back right after this. What's going on, world? It's your girl, Sai. Would you like to be a guest on the Sai Effect Radio Show? If so, email the Sai Effect at gmail.com for consideration. What up, y'all? It's comedian Rodney Perry, and you listen to the Sai Radio Show. Radio Show. you off the chain, baby. Let's welcome my very special guest tonight, Chef DP in the house. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you for being my guest on the show today. I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, Chef, what does DP stand for? Dow's Place. Okay. Name right. comes from my, uh, my restaurant, Dow's Place okay. Restaurant. Now, Chef, I've been watching you build your brand as a chef for a while now. When and where did you get started? And when did you say, okay, this is what I want to do for a living? Um, Well, I started as a kid, like about 11 years old. I was watching my grandparents, mm-hmm. my mom in the kitchen. And I actually tried to bake some chicken, some white, white rice, and some green <laughs> beans. I was about 11 years old. And I actually, I still have a scar on my foot. Pulled the big oh, chicken man. out of the other burned my foot. But anyway, um, long story short, um, after I started making money outside of Flea Market USA um, in Miami, Florida, Flea Market, mm-hmm. and I actually went to a producer um, that does movies, so forth like that. He sat down and he said, if I plan on taking it further, 
he said I should invest into some college education. So I invested into mm-hmm. college education, and um, even after having my first restaurant, I still I was serious, but not as serious as I am now, of course. Right. But, um, that's how it pretty much went after having a talk with him. And my college education, kind of like um, in culinary, helped me, um, you know, actually figure out: Am I going to do this for a living, or am I wasting my time? So, yeah, I am. When did you decide to open up your own own business? Usually, you know, some chefs when they get their, you know, certification or college education, they go on to you know, work for um, private resorts, uh, hotels, or other restaurants. You know, it took a lot of guts for you to say, okay, I'm going to do my own thing. How how did that come about? When did you decide to do well, that? Normally, you would go to college, graduate from college, or get some type of training, certification. Then you get some hands-on experience, so forth like that. Then you probably eventually go into the entrepreneurship and so forth like that. My situation happened backwards. I started with $300, table in the cooler outside of Flea Market USA. Mm. Um, my, my grandfather, one of them, my mom, dad, he um, showed me how to prepare a couple of items, so forth like that. And then that's when my education school and that's when mm-hmm. um, that came later. And then my experience came behind you know, my ups and downs, trials and tribulations. It was the experience happened, and then years later, I enrolled in um, college for my color. And you know what? Sometimes that's the best way. Sometimes it's best to get the experience first before the education, because I think doing that, you're ahead of the game, because you already know the hustle and the grind behind it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I didn't plan it out like that. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes you plan things, it don't always go your way. But um, for for me, it worked out that way. You know, I, I have some people, well, a lot of people, they don't, it don't work out like that. But right. most um, companies and restaurants, they do want experience. You can have that, that college or that certification knowledge. But if you don't have the experience at the end of the day, that's what they're looking for. You never work. Absolutely. And, uh, a restaurant, hands-on, so forth like that. But it worked out. It worked out for me. Who was the person most influenced you and how along your journey to creating your, your brand? Um, I think that came from um, experience, hands-on experience with creating my brand. And when I say hands-on mm-hmm. experience, um, after my girlfriend left me, all my friends liked my food, but by her and I mm-hmm. wasn't together support me no more and then me having um this was my second restaurant at the time and after having my first and then my second restaurant and then just having in um a majority black community urban community Mm -hmm. it was it was very hard it was difficult being young african-american people don't take you as serious uh you know they look at me as if because i'm young this is an 18, 19, 20-year-old. They um, just took it as if, um, yeah, but he's still a kid. I'm grown, so they could say and do and tell me anything, even though that was my restaurant as far as the customers. But um, 
what made me create my brand um back to after my my ex left me um what I did was I had experienced um hardship as far as like finances and so forth like that, and the thing right. was that I told myself I never want to depend on somebody that's full blocks known. I'm giving you the honest truth. And the thing is, you know, most of the time you have a restaurant. There's people in the community, the area. I had them coming from Homestead. I had them coming from Fort Lauderdale, Broward. But I just, I said, I want money where somebody that's four blocks away can say something about me and it affect my income. So mm-hmm. what I did was created my brand, did my due diligence, my research. And then that's when... um um, I just thought of residual income. That's when that kicked in and it was, just, it was basically about, um, the goal when I was, you know, maybe two years ago, it was more like get rich. Now it's more, um, just focus on residual income, making money while I'm asleep. So, um, mm-hmm. basically that's how that came about with creating my brand. Um, when she left me, that was like one of the biggest things that ever like was an eye opener. So I haven't seen her, but when I do see her, um, she probably don't want to see me, but I want to tell her, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> now, what is your overall vision for what you're creating right now? I saw that um, you have a T-shirt line going on. Yeah. What's your overall vision? My overall vision is just um, basically doing what I'm doing now is um, continue traveling, cooking at shows, um, on the road, um, um, book my own shows, giving back to communities. Um, mm-hmm. I have my Cool Chef apparel line. Um, actually, the shirts are available now, unisex, but um, next month, um, end of July, um, I will have the um, full line available, and you can also um, go to my website, chefdpmiami.com, and or it'll be on um, Amazon come next month. Love it. So um, it's basically with my brand, um, just starts releasing this year for sure, and then next year, 2014, the frozen food products. It's just basically building a, a legacy, and mm-hmm. eventually I would like to have um, summer camps, throughout um, Florida, throughout city, states, just summer program for kids because not everybody plays sports, but, um, you know, just Absolutely. teaching them discipline, teaching them how to work with different um, cultures, different backgrounds, and mm-hmm. um, just teamwork and responsibility. So my my long-term goal is to have youth, youth um, culinary youth programs at least start off for the summer, eventually have facilities. Worldwide. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> because, you know, yeah. the kids now, they don't know nothing about a stove, at least most of them. All they know is microwave, McDonald's, Subway, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut. <laughs> Maybe right. And it, um, you don't know nothing about cooking. It, it, it teaches you to um, eat a little healthy. You still eat ribs mm-hmm. and whatever else. But at the same time, it teaches you how to balance out as far as the nutrition part and eat healthy. Chef, tell me about the sabroso sauce and what it means. Sabroso sauce is um, a food brand. Um, Sabroso means tasty. 
um, in Spanish. Actually, it's a Spanish mm-hmm. word. Um, the sauce is the seafood and chicken dip sauce. It's um, it don't have any fish or chicken ingredients. However, you can okay. use it for multi-purpose, and you can use it for both. You can use it for seafood, ah. chicken. You can actually use it for um, some of my customers. They um, they're using it on a salad, French fries. Really? Um, so yeah, it's a mixture. So you can um, basically use it on whatever you want to use it on. But it was created off of um, the seafood and chicken that I specialize in. So that's what. Okay. That, um, okay. Well, I definitely got to get me some of that sabroso sauce. That sounds good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure you get um, a couple of them. All right, all right. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Now, some chefs have a specialty dish. Do you? No, I really don't have a specialty dish, honestly. Mm -hmm. Not really. Nah, I don't. Okay, okay. All right. It's all right. You're probably good at everything. (laughs) I, I try not to, um... I just, you know, I started with um, Conch, C-O-N-C-H, um, mm-hmm. chicken and different um, styles of salads, different styles of chicken, different styles of seafood, whether it's shrimp, lobster, right. sea bass. So, I, I mean, most people tell me that's my dish, but to me, I, okay. I never say I never, maybe I'm in denial, but I never admitted that that's my, my specialty mm-hmm. dish. Do you have a, a favorite chef that you would like to work with one day? Nope. I respect, um, respect and I acknowledge um, all chefs, mm-hmm. um, whether they on the bottom of the pole or they at the top. Um, I feel like we all play a great part of the culture. So mm-hmm. I really don't have no no favorite. Not at all. What do you like to listen to while you're cooking? Um ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say Trick Daddy Plies Rick Ross, Briscoe. Real fast. <laughs> um, I like I love jazz music. I can listen mm-hmm. to a little rock and roll. Um, okay. And old school funk. I listen okay. to gospel also. I listen to gospel because it is early in the morning. And I listen mm-hmm. to gospel, and it depends on um, if I'm cooking for myself, if I'm cooking for uh, at a venue. How many people right. I'm looking for? Uh, a lot of people. I need to get real, like, hyped up. Um, maybe sure, some yeah. Put some mm-hmm. live, man. Get a little clunk. Yeah. I get on. Um, turned up. <laughs> turned up. All the way turned up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And as long as I can have music, but I have to have, um, 
Um, if I don't have no music, either or, whether I have music or if I don't have music, I have to have me some lemonhead, baked beans, airheads. Oh man, you're taking me back. That's that's if anytime I'm on the road traveling or whenever I cook, you just I I I, I pop them whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and that's 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 what I use. So, Chef, yeah. what advice? What advice would you give to those that are in pursuit of? their dreams right now. You mentioned the trials and tribulations that you have gone through to get to where you are right now. What kept you going and what advice would you give to someone else that's going through the same thing? Mm. I'd say first pray. Mm. Um, That's most important. Not just pray just because you're in need, but Mm -hmm. you have Whomever your God, you may, you know, your faith and belief, but have faith in God. And, uh, I think, uh, most important, know that, know whatever you're doing is, that's for sure that you want to do that, whether you happy or mad. Because mm-hmm. when you happy, it's easy to do something. When you comfortable, it's easy to do something. However, when you uncomfortable and when you're not happy, are you still willing to do that and perform? at your best. Right. So that's very important. Um it is it's it, it's not gonna be easy. Mm-hmm. And anyone that tell you it's easy and all all you all you need to do is this, this, this and make it sound like a one, two, three, most likely they're not telling the truth because it was that easy. They'll be doing it. Or if they mm-hmm. are doing it not want you to do what they doing so they're going to make it sound easy instead of getting it to you um, blood raw mm-hmm. what I call in other words reality check so mm-hmm. uh, just pray uh, make sure that's something you want to do regardless of you happy or not uh, uncomfortable or comfortable and um, always do your best and um, continue you got to eat sleep you got to do everything Success don't just come to you. You got to like, you got to want it. You got to want it, woman. I'm talking about you got to want as bad as you need air. You got to want it. So. That's good advice. That's great advice. You know you need need air to breathe. So if you need it as bad as, if you want it as bad as you need air, then, um, I mean, God's name. Amen to that. How can everyone connect with you to get that sauce, that sabroso sauce, and those hot t-shirts you got over there? Uh, you can go to www.chefdpmiami.com. That is C-H-E-F-D-P-Miami.com. Um, like I say, we're coming to Amazon. That'll be next month, the end of July. So you can get it from um, Amazon. Um, also, um, you can follow me or on um, Twitter, Chef DP Miami, T H E F D P Miami. Uh, Instagram, the same, Chef DP Miami. You can follow the brand, which is most important. You don't have to follow me, mm-hmm. follow the brand. 
on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sabro Sosal. S-A-B-R-O-S-O-S-A-U-C-E. Sabro Sosal. Follow the brand before you follow me. If you follow the brand and you're trying to reach me, trust me, you follow that brand and I'm going to follow you. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Seth, I thank you. I appreciate you for coming on the Sciatic Radio Show and sharing your story and sharing your grind and your hustle and your brand. I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I thank you all for tuning in to the Psy Effect Radio Show tonight. Follow me on Twitter, I am Psy, Instagram, I am Psy, and like the Psy Effect fan page on Facebook. Shout out again to my special guest, Chef DP. I hope it inspired you as much as it inspired me. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mm-hmm.